Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is December 21st. You got a few more days before Christmas hits. Uh, markets, well, I don't know. We're looking for Santa Claus to be good at eventually. Uh, yesterday, not a bad day, but not a great day either. We did see um, some green ink uh, across the way in most, actually all the indexes, though very, very slight bit of green. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. And uh, before we do that, though, let's not forget that uh, in this world that we live, there are a lot of things that you and I just cannot control. But we can control how much risk you have in your current portfolio. The issue is you have to know what that risk is and whether or not it is too much or not enough based on where your risk should be. Give us a call to walk through our core retirement design by calling 863-382-0037. And we've got Dave coming up next. Point seven, Highlands, Highlands, no, 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 no. Merry Christmas. Now. There we go. Merry Christmas. There, it finally stopped. Hal has a bad morning going on sometimes. I named him after the computer on 2001, a space auto. He's definitely an oddity at times. It is time to check in on your finances and find out what the Sam Hill's going on on Wall Street. And yes, the world-famous Philip Stadler from Stadler Financial Services is here. And uh, how was your day off, Philip? I trust you had a good one. It was interesting, to say the least. It was picture day at my house. We had to kind of rearrange because the weather has you know, kind of crappy the rest of this week. So uh, we had a little window to change our picture day. So we had a, somebody come out and, and do family photos since everybody's actually here uh, for the holidays. So that was kind of a – it was interesting to try to keep all the little kids' uh, attention, you know. <laughs> little kids and pets are the two – Hardest to organize photo subjects, and they're also the cutest photo subjects, so you get kind of a choice, don't you? You do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm glad to have you here this morning. Uh, I know the world is coming to an end. It has to come to an end. J.P. Morgan has demoted the Cheesecake Factory. Their stock has been downrated, and I figure that means if the Cheesecake Factory is getting downgraded, boy, are we in for a recession. <laughs> it's kind of like the ultimate macro news, right? <laughs> you you got to have cheesecake, right? I mean, you know, that's just the go-to dessert. Yeah, I just kind of figured that. That was my lead story for the morning. Oh, secondarily to the Cheesecake Factory getting downgraded, the Bank of Japan is joining the party. And uh, actually, we can look at it this way. They doubled their reference interest rate yesterday. Boy, does that sound massive, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, really does. I mean, when you think about Japan, I mean, they have been at the low end of interest rates for probably two decades now, trying to get their economy rolling after the debacle they had in 2000. Mm -hmm. the, the lost decade is kind of almost a, uh, almost a cliche, but it's been a lost like 25 years in Japan in terms of uh, economic growth. And they've kept a quarter percent reference interest rates now in the Bank of Japan long after everybody else has been going crazy. Well, they raised their interest rate from a quarter to a half a percent, and everybody expected everything to just absolutely go to heck in a handbasket when they did that yesterday. But we actually managed to eke out a modest gain yesterday afternoon. Not a big one, but we did in our markets. We did. We did actually end up with a slight little bit of a gain yesterday, which is always better than red, right? 
Yep, and the Nikkei average in uh, Japan really, I mean, it was off by 68 hundredths of a percent. It's not like it was one of our interest rate increases where we dropped by 3% in a day or anything. That's right. And so it was, um, and we need the world as a whole to act together to start to, to, to squash inflation. And um, because it's going to be a, it is a worldwide problem. Yeah, whether we like it or not, it's a worldwide economy. I mean, what happens in Japan if they've got rampant inflation going on? No matter what we do, we're going to have some problems. So, yeah, we need to have them participate. They finally did, like I said, a half a percent interest rate in Japan. It is an interesting economy because almost all of Japan's public debt ends up getting bought domestically. They don't sell China into a whole lot. Uh, the uh, locals pretty much buy up their national debt, and uh, the financing market is about as closed as you can get, not by law, but just by practice. So when Japan does something, it's a pure internal effect. And it was kind of interesting to hear the press reacting to it as being Armageddon and then looking at what actually happened. Really, and on balance, nobody gave a fig. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was kind of a, a, a really a non-news item for the most part. Yep, it just it was being covered like it was going to be a major news item, and I got kind of a bang out of it. Uh, the other item that hits this morning, it's uh, business does business locally. Wells Fargo is back in trouble again. Lordy, what a shock, huh? It, well, you know, they just can't seem to stay out of trouble. Um, and, and again, got fined tremendously. Um, I didn't even get a chance to read the article to find out what they got fined for, but it was a big fine. I think it was like, what, three, three point something billion dollars? I've got a record $1.7 billion as far as an immediate cash fine. And they, they basically, after they went through their whole scam a few years ago about opening up a whole bunch of phantom accounts for people that didn't know they were uh, opening up accounts with Wells Fargo, they managed to keep up new ways of doing it this time. And we're still doing new accounts. We're still uh, moving accounts around, screwing up with uh, tr- with credit card and uh, and uh, checking account fees. And, I, you know, it, it, it really makes them sound kind of scummy even though our local operation i've got no grandiose issues with well yeah i mean i'm looking at a headline here 3.7 billion for the past scandals that could include the old stuff back before but that's still a huge a huge bottom line effect right when you have to pay that kind of of penalties out um definitely not good for their bottom line Oh, yeah. I mean, the SEC was actually writing poetically when they released the uh, report. Uh, Quote this, Wells Fargo's rinse and repeat cycle of violating the law has harmed millions of Americans' families. I mean, you you generally don't end up using slang cliches in a legal finding, but they're even doing that. I mean, they really wanted to make the point they're honked off. Yeah, and I'm looking at their stock. They're actually trading up about uh, eight-tenths of a percent this morning. Just the investors expected worse, didn't they? Of course, they got beat up yesterday when the headline hit. You know, they fell two percent yesterday. Okay, that would answer that quote. But yeah, I just—it's just one of those ongoing sagas of somebody that just can't seem to behave. Uh, start out the morning, we ended up with, like I said, a modest up day yesterday. Nothing particularly impressive, but green beats red ink. We start the morning out. The only macro report that I really have in yet was uh, mortgage applications. They were up 3.2% the week before last. Last week, they were up another nine-tenths of a percent. Recognize we're still way down from last year at this time, and heaven forbid, a long ways below two years ago. But that little downtick in interest rates uh, on mortgages did help a little bit, didn't they? 
It, it did. And one of the numbers that, that hit me was the uh, refinance was actually mm-hmm. refinance applications were actually up 6% uh, this <laughs> month. So, I mean, <clears throat> I know they've been getting hammered, but uh, interesting to see them move in that direction. Yeah, it is. It means people that financed at seven turned around one month later and said, oh, good, six, let's refinance, right? No, it's probably people that are getting in credit card issues and, and you know, paying seven is better than paying 25. That might very well be the reason because uh, it's, uh, you know, 7% is kind of hard to uh, swallow if you're already paying a mortgage. A uh, bunch of other stuff going out that does relate as well to the mortgage, uh, the mortgage numbers, and we'll have those about 10. This is the day we get existing home sales as well as cons- the conference board's consumer confidence number. Both of those come out at 10 this morning. I'm looking at uh, expectations of 5.2% drops in existing home sales. If it goes well below that, I suspect we'll probably have a market mover this morning, wouldn't you guess? Yeah, I, I would think so. And, you know, after the numbers you saw yesterday with the building permits and the home starts, mm-hmm. um, I suspect that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing here stuff staying on the market longer. And so oh, yeah. I, I would suspect that that number may, may, may hit that or it could come in less than that um, with what we're seeing around the, uh, around the country. Understood. Yeah, my local guys are basically telling me that yeah, we're still selling houses and we're still we're still getting a good price for them. But you aren't going to get an offer the day the sign goes up like you were six eight months ago, and that's kind of the story across the country, but much more severe in a whole lot of other markets. And yeah, the building permit number yesterday, the forward looking number, was just a real disappointment. The starts actually uh, actually improved. A, it was a little bit better than expected, but still we're looking at uh, declines in the housing market nationwide and kind of means we're an outlier and and still being a relatively healthy housing market but nationally it's kind of in the in the tank isn't it yeah it really is i mean my my article i read said that you know permits year over year for single family homes is down 30 percent Ooh, yeah i haven't seen the year over year numbers and i'm not sure i wanted to <laughs> <laughs> bunch of uh, reports out and we actually have some household names at the end of well, the end of the quarter, I mean, earnings season is pretty well over, but uh, I was having fun with Nike the other day. They're selling a uh, a virtual shoe that you can uh, buy for like $10,000, and size doesn't matter because you're really not going to put it on. I'm not 100% sure that's helping their stock, but I gather they had a pretty good quarter, did they? They did. They they actually beat on their earnings by 20 cents a share. Revenue was well above forecast as, uh, as they can be um and so here's what they did to help themselves out they they did some discounting during the quarter and that was able to help them clear out they had they had built up because of supply chain finally dumping into them right they had built up some excess inventory and so they're able to discount some of it out for retail they're able to um discount it out to their wholesalers and and start to work on getting that inventory back down a little bit Uh, so so some good news for Nike, they're trading up today a little over 11.5%. That's a nice place to be. Yeah, you know, it didn't even occur to me. Uh, clothing manufacturer, where most of their manufacturing is done over in the uh, over in the Far East, they've got a logjam of stuff that's now finally showing up on our shores, too. This is kind of like the uh, retail version of what we're all expecting from the cars when they start getting chips in their new cars. 
Exactly. Yep. So, so that's one of those things that we are expecting, you know, to, to benefit us sometime in 2023 is that there's going to be an excess built up of inventory because all these orders are finally going to get what they need to get processed. Absolutely. Other indications from the end of earnings season, a couple of other household names reported, didn't they? They, they did. So the other big name that really reported was FedEx um, and FedEx beat on profits uh, but they did fall short of their revenue expectations. So uh, one of the things that's encouraging to investors when it comes to FedEx is they are on track to really aggressively cut their cost. Uh, they know what's coming in 2023. You know, they can see the recession there. They're trying to get their costs under control um, and continue to aggressively work on that. And so they're trading up today find it here where did my sorry i lost my fedex let's bring it back up here so fedex is up five point a little over five and a half percent this morning trading that ain't bad 173 dollars a share cool got time for one or two more all right so we got two left so we've got um rite aid the small uh drugstore chain uh Mm -hmm. they uh they had a smaller than expected loss revenue beat forecast as well um, and, and so they're trading up this morning, almost 4%. Now they're an inexpensive stock. They're trading right now at $4 and 58 cents a share. And then we'll stop with kind of the loser of the group today, BlackBerry. Um, uh, yep. They were up earlier this morning, um, on, on news that they, they beat estimates. Uh, they're seeing stronger demand for their automotive and security software. That's the direction they've gone now. They reported a, a smaller than expected quarterly loss, uh, but they are down today about 2% this morning before we get going. Which I've said a million times, I'm just amazed they're still in business. I know, exactly, <laughs> you know, because uh, they've had to reinvent themselves. Absolutely. Resetting the table, a really small but a modest up day yesterday on Wall Street. And I'm looking at it, and I'm almost thinking that the reaction macro-wise to Japan finally upping their interest rates is positive on our side of the shores. 45 minutes before the open, how are we doing? Something's positive anyway, Dave. Uh, I think Nike's probably helping and FedEx is probably helping on the Dow. Uh, we've got the Dow up 1.1% right now. It's $362. S&P 500 up almost nine-tenths of a percent, $33. And the NASDAQ 100 up a little over six-tenths of a percent. That's about $71. Hey, another big winner today is going to be the Russell 2000. Up one, almost 1.2% or $20. So good news uh, across the board there. On the commodity side, we're seeing silver basically even right now at $24.26 an ounce. Gold up a little over a tenth of a percent. And then crude oil getting a huge jump this morning, Dave, trying to get back to 80 uh, at up 2.3%. Right now it's at $78 a barrel. Boy, that's quite a change from yesterday and the day before, for that matter. Overseas markets, Asian rim was generally off at the close 6 a.m. this morning. No surprise, Japan was off by about six-tenths of a percent. The overseas markets on the European side, where they're still trading, pretty much uniformly up. They're looking at us and saying, yippee, I got 1% and more increases over in Europe halfway through their trading day. Getting my retirement together and knowing what I'm going to be able to retire with is vital, and that gets even more so the closer you get to that age. How do I find you to get that retirement plan in place, Philip? 
Dave, that's the reason we developed our core retirement de design. And uh, you can give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule that process that helps you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730, 95.3 FM. All righty, and a couple more times this week before Christmas itself. So tomorrow morning here on Light, Philip, I'll see you then. All right, man, you have a great day. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope your week is going well. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.